Welcome to another 5 Minutes of Faith presented by First Century Faith Today, Forrest and Hiram, coming at you not so live. And uh, Hiram, in this episode, <laughs> we're going to be talking about prayer. We talked about reading the Bible in the last episode, so it sound, you know seems, seems kind of an organic transition into prayer. You mentioned in the last episode that Bible reading is part of a conversation with God or his conversation with us. Prayer is definitely the other side of that. So maybe you could just talk a little bit about prayer and maybe we can share some things that have helped us and maybe we'll help the listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, prayer is probably, I don't know what other people think, but it's one of the more challenging disciplines. People struggle with Bible reading, but you can eventually get into a flow with that. But prayer is one of those things we struggle to do. Um, the early church prayed, Acts 2.42, but I could imagine going into different Gentile places and them having to be taught how to pray. And so it, it's just something that we don't do naturally, but we have to learn how to do it. When I think about prayer, I just think about communicating with God. A lot of what the Bible teaches us about prayer is that it's pouring our heart out to God. So personally, when I pray, um, I try to remember that, not be overly formal, but also not be so casual, realize that I am approaching the divine. I am coming into the very throne room of God when I pray, but just realizing that God wants to hear from me and I can pour out my heart to him. One of the things that's been most helpful for me in prayer is having an ongoing relationship with the book of Psalms, praying the Psalms back to God and letting some of those words become my words, but also seeing how raw and real the psalmist was in various circumstances in his life, whether that was in praise, whether that was in frustration, whether it was in disappointment or in fear and realizing when we have all, I have all those different times in my life, all of those times are occasions when I can reach up and reach out to God in prayer. So just being open and honest with God, realizing that my prayer is not being graded. This isn't for the public assembly. This is between me and God, but also realizing the more scripture that you get in your heart, you learn how to talk to God. You learn how to prioritize things in prayer, what Paul and others prayed about, what the psalmist prayed about, but also give your, your prayer some legs and some language. Um, People throw out this terminology a lot, but a prayer list can be helpful. Just kind of maybe keeping a note in your phone when you tell somebody you're going to pray for them, adding their name. I typically do two things in prayer. Um, I will pray through a list and I'm always adding to that list. I don't pray through the whole thing every day. I'll take about five or 10 of those names and pray through different things and circumstances and then just put like a little X or a check next to it. And the date I last left off. And then the next time I pray, I'll jump back in there. And then different congregations have this in different ways, but we have an online directory and I've got an additional note in my phone and I'll take five or 10 names and pray through those names and then go to the note on my phone and say, Hey, left off on Williams, October 1st. And if I miss days or whatever. The next time I pray through the directory, I'll go back, see where I left off, go to the directory and just pray for other people because prayer is important. It's personal, but it's also not a selfish discipline. Prayer is also interceding on behalf of other people. First Timothy two, one through four. And we should be praying for people that can't pray for themselves, that don't even know they need prayer. And prayer is how God's will gets carried out on earth. If what Jesus says in Matthew 6, you know, you just appreciate, hey, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That comes through our prayers. So those are some of the things that help me reading the Psalms, praying the Psalms, keeping a list and all of that, and just trying to be regular about it. The last thing I would say is Thanksgiving is important in prayer. 
in the Bible, even in Psalms of frustration, even in Psalms of disappointment, there is this spirit of thanksgiving that we can even talk to God for what he's done in the past and that he's hearing us right now and is already working on things that our hearts are concerned about. And so I think prayer should be saturated with thanksgiving in the beginning, at the end, and just sporadic prayers of thanksgiving throughout the day for small things. If we learn to be thankful and develop a spirit of gratitude, we'll obey 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Like pray without ceasing is followed by and everything give thanks. And when you think about all the things we have to give thanks for, it will create this ongoing dialogue of prayer with God. Not every second of the day, but there also won't be large swaths of time where we go without praying because God has blessed us so much and enriched our lives spiritually, physically, materially with so many things that it'll just be easy and natural for us to be constantly talking to God. And so we can do this. We can pray like God wants us to if if we put our minds to it. Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. And I think that I think the point you made about the directory and the prayer list you might have on the newsletter or the bulletin are so important. Like the church is providing those resources for you. Take advantage of them and incorporate that in, into your private prayer life. Well, uh, thanks again for tuning in. That's been five minutes of faith, and we will catch you in the next one. Mm-hmm.